Hello and welcome to the Life with Libby podcast. This podcast is all about empowering women to find their magic. This podcast is conscious based and we'll be going into the very details of life that all women walk through. Enjoy. Hey, magical babes, and welcome back to the Life with Libby podcast. Today, we have Natasha Heard from Blessed Branches. She is the uh, majestical maker of all things magical. Uh, I have been following Natasha on Instagram for years because her work is so fucking stunning. Um, I've shared it with so many people. I absolutely love following her. So I'm having a huge fangirl moment having her on the show today. So Natasha, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me and asking me. This is my first podcast, so I may be a little bit nervous. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's going to be so fun, so easy. Um, so, okay, Natasha, you are about all things magical. Your Instagram yes. is just so beautiful. All the things you have in your Etsy shop are so damn unique. Thank you. Before I get into asking you about the creativity side of all that goes into your work, I would love to ask you, how did you get into becoming all things magical? Um, I have grown up with um, a fam in a family that is quite magical. Um, I can remember from uh, being a little girl, just waking up every morning and talking to my mum about my dreams and like looking into our teacups for answers for things and having family um, lunches where all of my aunties would talk about runes and tarot and anything that was um, spiritual like spirits and um, ghost visits and all kinds of cool things that I just grew up loving and I can remember being a teenager and um, having some really epic things. So an owl came to my bedroom window when I was 13 years old and woke me up while I was asleep um, and I just remember waking up and seeing these big eyes um, looking at me and it just it really changed things for me. I really started to delve right into everything that was magical and my mum used to worry because I never would come out of my bedroom because I was just studying. I was just absorbing everything that I could on um, gods and goddesses and astrology and runes and just anything that I could get my hands on. Wow. I just had such a passion for it and it's just stayed with me my whole life. So did the owl have like a message for you or did it have, like, you know, obviously it was quite significant. So yeah. was there something that happened in that moment? I, I believe that um, animals and insects even all have a message. Um, the owl for me was definitely occult wisdom, like knowledge, learning, um, and mm -hmm. also like all the magic um, that comes in the night, like so the stuff that's hidden. So that's yeah. what I was searching for. I was searching to bring those hidden things to light. Um, and I also had spider had come to me when I was little um spider's been with me for my whole life as well right. um yeah and bear I used to um wake up when I was little and feel myself 
uh, like shape shifting from the, the shape of a bear back into a little girl. So um, those things just came naturally to me. Okay, can we just talk about the shape shifting for a second? Because like it's something yeah. I've always heard about, something I've read about, something my husband is super passionate about because he, I yeah. think he truly believes he's like a werewolf or a vampire. But uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know if you can be both, babe, but <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, I'm like, that's hot. I'll be Bella from Twilight. Like <laughs> from Twilight. He could have been dreams. both. He could have been a wolf in one life and a vampire in another. Okay, so the ship, sh- the sh- the ship shifting. Ship. I'm yeah, not saying it right now. Thank you. How does this happen? <laughs> what? So you're a little girl and you're feeling like I was just a bear. Yeah, I was asleep. Uh-huh. So I was sleeping and dreaming that I was a bear. And when I wake up, it was almost like I had to stretch out my fingertips again, like to make them back into a human form and my whole body just turned back into my human form and it happened over and over again when I was about five or six years old what yeah so was this in the like is this in the astral plane or is this you traveling back in time through your memories Uh, all of those things I think I think it's all of those things because um ever since I was little I've also had Um, past life memories in my dreams come back to me Mm. so I feel like I'm dreaming yet I'm also remembering and I'm also there because I could literally feel my body shifting and and changing so all the things at once that's like bam 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 okay so it obviously doesn't sound like you had a typical normal and I'm putting this in big air quotes um, yeah child experience right or maybe a lot of children do experience this but we write it off as like it was just a dream sweetheart nothing right but you exactly it very differently yeah no exactly I feel like um I had quite a normal childhood um and the thing is is that I've always taken a lot of notice and Mm -hmm. I've always seen things to be more than what they are. Somebody who was 13 could most definitely be woken up by an owl on their window and then say like to their mum the next morning, hey, mum, there was an owl on my window. That was weird. And never think of that ever again. Whereas for me, it was something that was very symbolic and I just knew that I had to look into that as much as I possibly could. And that's like that with every single thing that has happened to me with my dreams and all of those things as I was young. They all meant something to me. Um, I, one of my dreams, um, I was at Stonehenge. Uh, no, not Stonehenge. I was at Easter Island with the big stone faces. So fun. And I never even knew what they were. But I remembered that dream from when I was little. And then as like an adult or a teenager seeing that somewhere going, that's exactly what I've dreamt about I've and that must that have before. been yeah it's like that deja vu feeling like yeah. I I know this place and I know those things that's I don't know place. it just all flows for me wow and so I mean you're obviously trying to make a lot of sense of it with your studying where were you getting all your books from like you just go to the library and like where's your library section library and also my mum mm-hmm. and my auntie 
Um, so like I was given a set of runes when I was about 12 um, that came with a book. I was given oracle cards um, and tarot cards when I was young and also just books. Um, my aunties would swap and exchange books um, every Friday at lunchtime. <laughs> what a <laughs> magical family. Yeah, yeah. That's so fascinating. Because while I'm like, I wonder how much more families are like that, because that was so different from my world, like completely yeah. different. You know, they'd have like Friday Bible study and like right. you guys are like swapping magic books. I'm like, that's so cool. I'm like, okay, next life. <laughs> <laughs> next life, here I come. But also a tradition that I can start in my own family one day, right? You most definitely can. Yes. Absolutely. And that's, that's the beauty of, of being empowered and knowing who we are now is that we can change things and we can make our lives and the lives of our children and our grandchildren amazing. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. And that's what I always say about also like when you heal within yourself, you know, healing the generations back, but you're also yes. healing going forward because all the drama, all uh, the trauma, trauma, drama, that yes. your parents went through, they put it all onto you because they weren't healed themselves. And that's not their fault. That's just that yeah. their energy, right? The energy just gets passed on. So you kind of need to say, okay, it stops with me. But also the same with creating something new, not just about stopping, ending something, but also about creation. And I really love that point. Yeah, most definitely. What are some, what are some of your like rituals or creations or things that you do? Um, in my day to day, Mm-hmm. I'd love to know that. I get up every morning and I do um, breathing meditations. Um, and in my breathing meditations, I tend to, um, especially when I'm holding my breath, I tend to connect um, with spiritual beings um, that are around me, spirit guides or ancestors, um, whatever it is that is of the good energy you know mm. um I always make sure that I'm reaching out to the highest of of good energy and I connect in and I usually have um some of those beings helping me to clear and cleanse my body um and my aura like my, my energy field um and I get messages and stuff coming through and after I've done that I'm usually in the right frame of mind to get making um so i start making my magical tools and working with crystals and doing all of that every single day that is my life besides being a mum and a wife and all of those things wow so yeah let's talk about your creations yeah like i'm always just blown away by what you create like Thank how, you. how did you, how do you get, then I'm, I'm like, it's just an art, you know, you're an artist, you're an, you're a creator and a very skilled one at that, but how, where does this inspiration come from? Um, well, so our business, my business is named Blessed Branches. Um, and that comes from the branches. So everything started my creations all started with a branch. Um, so 
we, me and my husband and my children, we moved from inland to the beach. And we started just, yeah, we started to just find all of these branches on the beaches that were, you know, you'd hold it in your hand. And as soon as I held it in my hand, I just knew it was a wand. Like you could feel it. You'd put it into your hand and you could feel that it was a wand. So um, that just developed into this thing where I was um, adding crystals because I've always um, collected and loved crystals since I was little. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just turned into this thing where I was was finding a branch. It would fit in my hand perfectly. I'd add a crystal um, and like that was it. Very basic to start with. Sometimes I'd find a feather um, so I'd, I'd wrap the crystal section and I'd put a little feather in there. Um, my wands to start with were very, very um, like natural, nature-based, exactly what you would find. You would go for a walk, you'd pick up a branch and a stone and a feather and you'd put it together. So that's where my wand started from. <laughs> and that was uh, like almost 14 years ago. Wow, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. That was okay. when we first moved here. So um, that's when we first moved to the beach. And then I would start to find branches on our bush walks. Um, we live with the um, bushland behind our home. So we would walk through. I'd start to find branches that felt different, that I'd find that every branch that I found had a different energy. Um, so therefore it would call for a different crystal Um, they just kept evolving and getting more and more elaborate um, the more that I made because they are so elaborate yeah they are they are like they're stunning okay so the that has an energy in the wand and has a similar energy to the crystal yeah what are what are the reasons to use wands not all you know uh practitioners of magic do use wands so i mean what's the purpose for it can you get into that i can um because i recently described it in a way that i thought was really cool um i was saying like you know when there's something that you can't reach and you get one of those those little grabby tools that you squeeze and like the little bit um, pushes out so that you can grasp hold of that Mm -hmm. thing that you want. So that's a tool that helps you. Um, It's a tool that helps you in your life, especially for someone who's short like me. I'm a very short person. Um, (laughs) So a wand is a tool that you would use spiritually in the same way. Okay. So when you have, you um, have a desire and you cast a spell and that energy, build that energy up in yourself. And when you're ready to cast the spell, it flows out through your hands and into the wand, which has its own energies as well with the crystals and the branches or whatever it is that it's made out of. It will send your wishes and your desires out into the universe much faster and further than if you weren't using a, a tool. Okay. Is there yeah. any kind of movements you need to make with the wands? Do you move it over yourself? How do you suggest to like, like the practical part of it? You know, how do you do that? Yeah. So you can use a wand 
for spellcasting or for healing, um, for protection. There's so many ways that you can use a wand. So when you hold it in your hand, uh, if you were casting a spell out to the universe, I would hold it out and up to the sky. Okay. So I was casting it out. Yeah, casting that energy out. If I was, uh, say, drawing a magical circle, casting a magical circle, I would point my wand down to the ground and make a circle. Um, and other circles I, for protection? Yeah, yeah okay. to cast a circle. Like if you were doing um, a ritual, uh, you wanted a circle for protection, you could mm -hmm. definitely use your wand, um, especially good if you're out outside and... Um, you're out in nature you don't want to be putting anything on the earth that's not good uh, for the soil like salt which is something that I talked about the other day in my stories um wow. but then I never thought use... about that yes yeah, salt because yeah, I have the black um, salt but yeah you're right because salt absorbs water so when you put salt on the earth uh, nothing can really grow there so mm -hmm. we don't like to use salt outdoors for our spells Okay, that's yeah, great. That's great. To yeah, know. <laughs> great little also tip. With, yeah, also with the wand, if you're healing, so you can use you can use your wand for healing, and that energy that flows through your wand is a very condensed, uh, kind of like a laser beam, and when you're using it for healing, I have a little wand here, so I know that you can see, um, but you can actually hold it and use it in a whatever way it is that you feel so what you're healing if it was a bone you could go up and down the bone if it was a muscle maybe you could do circular motions but I think that it would flow through you intuitively how to use it there's not one way there's however it flows and so the energy that really flows through the wand it comes from the intention that you're setting yes um so you can if you're healing somebody or yourself, um, it's that love and intention that you have for yourself and for that person that you're healing um, that would flow through. And if you're doing a spell, when you do spell work, you raise energy within yourself. It's like it's like you find a, an emotion and you build it up and up and up until it's ready to come out like an explosion. That's how I feel it is when you do spell work. Um, if you don't have that passionate emotion behind it, there's no use doing the spell. Wow. So what about doing spell work for other people? Does mm -hmm. it usually work best when you do it for yourself? Could you pay somebody to do spell work for you? How does that work? People do pay other people to do their spell work. Um, I don't know if I would trust that many people to do my own spell work but I've never mm. asked anybody to do spell work for me um, I have been asked to do spells for other people and um, I have done a few times in the past and it's the same thing if if I can feel that emotion um, strong enough in me to cast that spell for somebody then yes I can do it but if it was something that I didn't believe in if it was something that um I didn't have that strong emotional feeling for I, I just can't do it wow wow and so when yeah. you do cast spells for other people does it does it come to them in the form that they want it to well I think 
if I'm remembering correctly, the only spells that I've cast for other people have been fertility. Oh. And they have always worked. Um, I've always gotten back messages. Yes, it worked. That was like, it just worked. I don't really ask how it happens for them. <laughs> so can't really answer. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I guess that's a pretty straightforward one, right? Like, is it going to happen or not, right? Are yeah, we going to get pregnant it. or not? Yeah, if it happens, then it worked. And if it doesn't happen, and if it doesn't happen, I would be likely to say, you know, it's in the hands of the, the universe. It's in higher hands. And if it's not happening straight away, then there's a reason for it. You know, perhaps you're not ready for that, or perhaps it's just going to be perfect for you at another stage in your life. Right. Doesn't mean it didn't work. That's true. It could just yeah. be coming later. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It's just like when you get a reading and like you get a tarot reading and somebody says things to you and then like a month later you're saying, well, that didn't work because none of those things happened, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe in six months' time or a year's time you look back and you go, oh, those things did happen. It just had to happen in the divine timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I found anytime I've gone to my girl – um it's been so spot on like I'll do six months reading at a time and then I'll go every six months and I'm like oh my god and it's not even like a a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like things that like I could never figure out like well that's not gonna happen yeah I'm like this is amazing so I'm like I see her you know I see her often well I mean I wouldn't say often but you know twice yeah do that reading go see her because wow having that is and it's a really it's a divine gift that you truly do build right it's like yes. that muscle that you're building that intuition and connection with spirit connection with your guides connection with your angels and then being yeah. able to speak to other people's spirit guides that's something i'm like so fascinated with right now with spirit guides and i'm like oh, yeah. talk to me i'm listening <laughs> where the hell are you (laughs) talking to you um I'm sure they are and can I hear can I but here's the funny thing with me is like I'm so highly intuitive when it comes to other people and I'll get messages from people like that right I made a a grown-ass man cry at a bar last week I just (laughs) yeah you got it and I just went up to him I said hey listen this had I just got this message for you and I just need to tell you this and this guy just breaks down in tears and I'm like so, so great to meet you. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's so it's, it's so fun, right? Having those gifts are so yeah. fun. Um, I feel like, I don't know if you ever saw that show, Long Island Medium, but she, you know, no. she, oh my gosh, it's such a fun show. So she's just like this awesome lady who, um, she's so Jersey, you know, the big hair, the yeah. Jersey accent. And yeah. she gets messages from people's loved ones all the time. So it's just, nice. it's a good show. It's, I mean, I don't even know if it's still on air anymore, but it was a fun show. And sometimes I feel like that because I just, I'm like, oh my God, because it annoys <laughs> me because I can't yeah. leave until I say yeah. something. Yeah. So I know. Um, yeah. Does that happen to you yeah. all the time? Yeah. And I often have to have tissues with me because I always make people cry. <laughs> At least you're, I love that you're bringing it for them. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I cry all the time. <laughs> no, it's just, I have this thing where I just get straight to the issue, you know, 
you don't you don't beat around the bush just straight to the issue and um usually people aren't prepared for that so tears they're not right and it just yeah. hits them so deep I know yes yeah. it's, it's fun doing it and I'm just like <laughs> all right time for me to do it to myself and that's just such a funny thing I'm like I can hear it so good with other people what's going on with me right. guys I'm like I know you're here I know I know you're around yeah I would just talk to them more and say, look, I'm ready to listen to to my messages now and just take some time to really quieten down because uh, they're like, hey, we try to tell you, but you don't listen. You only listen when it's for other people. Um, <laughs> so perhaps that's the thing. You just tell them that you're ready now. I'm I love ready it. Now. Yeah. I'm ready now. Okay. I love that. <laughs> You, you only want to listen when it's for other people. You don't want to hear what it's for you. I love that you just called that yeah. out. That is so funny, but yeah. so real, right? Okay. Yeah. So. Hello, magical babes. This might be a crazy thing to think about, but there was a time where I literally had nothing. I did not know where I was going to sleep, where I was going to go in the morning, where I was going to shower. But you know what, sweetheart? I, in my worst place ever, was able to manifest $4,000 and I was able to get myself my own apartment. That was a huge, huge deal for me back then. And that might not be so big to me now, but not knowing where I was going to sleep to having my very own place was a quantum leap. And babe, you do not need to be like me and wait until you have nothing to have something. You can really have everything that you want now. I want you right now to take a moment to experience within you what it would feel like to have so much self-worth that you trust yourself at the very core of you to go forward and start that business, to bring in more money, to put money away for your child's education, to put money towards your dream car and your dream house. What would it look like for you to clear out decades of emotional debris? That would mean addressing and deleting all of your trauma and shame. And instead of that, being filled with divine love and abundance that infuses every cell and every part of your soul. How would it feel to really uplevel your wealth consciousness so that your reality reflects your current dreams. Making your dreams reality is all about matching your self-worth with your desires. It's all about creating space for abundance. And in order to do this, you need to release the old patterns and old ways of beings that are really stealing your finances. Baby, it is time for you to rise up in your soul purpose and make a hell of money doing it. The reason you're not living in this experience is because your self-worth is not in alignment with what you truly desire. And every day you're buying into these lies that you're not good enough, that you're too much, too little, not talented enough, not brave enough, too weak, don't have enough money. 
The problem does not lie in your subconscious mind, but actually in your subconscious where they show up in your life as fear, resistance, and ultimately self-sabotaging behavior. And this is really costing you your freedom, your sanity, your health, your finances, your confidence, your happiness, maybe even your marriage and relationships. It's costing you your ability to experience life to the fullest. So instead of manifesting greatness and riches, you end up manifesting the same lack, the same scarcity, the same illness, and more famine. So you know that the key to manifesting more abundance and love and finances and purpose is to raise your self-worth by loving yourself into alignment with your desires. And when you love yourself, you become magically magnetic. Imagine you could just book a flight to your favorite beach without worrying about how much it costs, attracting the sexiest partner who's just as woke as you, being so confident that money flows to you by you simply being you. See yourself walking with freedom in any outfit, anywhere you go. Others are stunned by your beauty and power that you walk with. See yourself knowing your sole purpose and intuitively knowing how to create cash flow, becoming your most expansive and divine self and living in your divine riches. You've got to clear out the beliefs you currently have, baby girl. And if you are saying enough is enough and you're truly ready to ascend in your divine birthright of living in magical abundance and manifest everything you desire because your self-worth matches it, it is time for you to jump on a call with me so you can see exactly how to go from mundane to magically magnetic and manifest your best life. You can schedule your call with me and the link is in the show notes, or you can leave uh, me a message on any of my social medias and I will respond to you. You are divine. You are worthy. Enough is enough. You were meant for so much more than a lackluster life. It is time to step in to your manifesting and magical self. You are worth it, babe. I love, I just want to get back to your work and your, um, okay. Your, okay. So you don't only make your blessed branches, but you also make potion bottles. Yes. So which, yes, it's, um, this thing, it kind of just happened because my husband and I, we go out, um, we're always out in nature, always we're trying to get out. We do bushwalking and climbing and all kinds of things. We try to be out all the time. And we stumbled across some bottles once out in the bush, just old bottles, um, they're so old and beautiful and um, some of them have like dirt inside of them still and they're just really like they're real. They're real from, I don't know who threw them out, but it was a long time ago. And so we brought all of these bottles home and cleaned them up and I just said, uh, well, it looks like I have to start making potion bottles now. <laughs> and that's, that's how it started. And so I just started to clean them up and decorate them and well I did it mainly for myself and that's the thing all of my creations I make because 
I want them. So when I make something, it's because that's what I want in my life. And I'm just making so many that there's some for me and then the rest is for everybody else. <laughs> I don't even know how you part with them. Like, oh, yeah, it's hard. Is it? Well, and it's really, it's like you, it's your spirit, your energy that goes into all of these yeah. pieces, right? So it's like parting with a little bit of yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I think my customers feel that too. They know that every piece that they get is filled with so much of my um, energy and they really love that. So I'm happy to put everything that I've got into every piece that I make because I want it to be the most amazing thing that anybody has ever seen. I want them, I want people to open up their parcels and feel that, that energy and that magic that's just just in the pieces that I make. It's so beautiful. I'm really coming from such a, such a beautiful place and knowing that like you want to be able to serve them in such a deep way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when we talk, let's talk about potions. Yeah. Okay. Sure. What are potions? What are they used for? Who should be using them? Let's get (laughs) into that. Well, a potion is, Uh, A spell that is liquid form, really. So it's the same as a spell. So you can have a love spell. You could do a love spell and you can cast it out to the universe. You can make a love potion and you could give that to somebody. Uh, I don't suggest doing love spells and love potions, guys. But (laughs) um, I feel like that's probably the most that people want, though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it definitely is. Um, But you can make a potion with um, anything that is liquid form. You can add herbs and all kinds of things. Um, And one of the things that I've been experimenting a lot with lately is moon water. So water that has been charged underneath the full moon Mm -hmm. and the energies of the star sign that the moon is in at that time and the crystals and things that I'm putting into the moon water to infuse and really that's a potion in itself so it's a magical liquid that you have infused with your wishes and you have programmed to bring the desires that you you're wanting wow and so what do you you how do you use the potion do you keep it in the bottle do you put it on yourself like a perfume like how how does a person use it yes use it all of those things I have a little bottle here as well um But all of those things. So you can fill your bottle up with um, your liquid spell. You can whisper words inside of of the bottle to empower it and to enchant it. And it could be just for you. So a potion could be for you. It could be a confidence potion, say. So you could make your confidence potion and you might just put a drop into your water jug that you're going to drink out of every day. Like that's enough. Yeah, and that's to bring you confidence and whatever it is that you you're trying to do. You could add it to your bath, so you could add a little bit to your bath. Um, if you wanted to make, you could make a potion to connect with your spirit guides. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So you could make a potion to connect with your spirit guides, and the potion needs to be it needs to be nothing but water. You can enchant that water with your wishes. So you can put some water into that 
that little bottle and you can hold it and you can whisper the words into it and you can imagine in your mind that all of the energy that you've got is going into that water and then when you use it every day it's going to help you to uh, connect to your spirit guides you can use that water to put perhaps behind the ears to open up the the little chakra things that we have around our ears to listen to spirits and guides you could put it on your third eye to be able to see um, you could put it in your bath if you really wanted to um, immerse yourself in that energy wow that's so fascinating because i talk to my water all the time yes yeah, so your water I is a potion always talk to my water all the time yeah. i always say uh, you are so abundant. Thank you for bringing me life and health and vitality. I'm so wealthy and everything. And I'll, yes. I'll just speak to my water before I drink it because yes. it's so true. Your intentions literally change the structure. Yes. yes. So you've turned your water into a potion. I'm already doing it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated. Like that's it. Like I think, you know, everybody is already doing a lot of these things and just not realizing that mm. oh that's what that is yes absolutely yeah. or even um like little objects that i have i'll say like thank you for bringing me luck today and like yes. can I ring on right and yes charging it with the energy yeah and so they become uh charms and talismans because you're infusing them and you're programming them to help you isn't that so fun? Like, it's, yeah, we have so much power. We do. And, you know, we think about it and I, it's funny. I don't know why practicing magic is so scary to so many people. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I get asked a lot of questions all the time on my Instagram um, from people, you know, and one of the things that I get um, asked a lot is like about breaking curses and hexes from other people. And the first thing that I say is the only way someone can curse or hex you is if you believe that they have power over you. And I think, you know, like say for myself, I have never experienced a curse or a hex probably because I don't believe that anybody has that much power over me. It's so, so funny you bring that up because yeah. when I hear it all the time or I see it on, you know, social media is about, oh my gosh, somebody's cursed me. And I'm like, are yeah. you that much of a victim? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, let's stand oh, in your power. Yeah. It's total victim mentality. That's exactly yeah. it. And sometimes I'm like, is, do you just come right out and say that to people? Like, hey, you know, yes. like, I also think like, who are you to think that like somebody out there is like doing all this dark magic just to hurt yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. Who are you to think like, I mean, it's just, it's so egotistical in a way, right? I mean, yeah. it's so interesting. And I think... If being a witch, I know for myself that you're not going to spend your time and energy cursing people when you can be bringing so much magic and love and happiness and wealth and everything that you desire into your life. Why would you waste your, your life away cursing people? I don't understand that. Well, and I think any, but any witch would know that when you 
do, if you are going to cast something like that, it's going to take something from you. Yeah. You don't, That's right. you're not able to take something from somebody else without it being mm-hmm. taken from you. That's right. Yeah. Even if people, uh, even if there's say somebody has done wrong by me or something has happened that, that wasn't great, I would never, ever put out a curse on that person. I would always wish them well on their journey. Just mm-hmm. their journey can be over there while mine's over here. <laughs> Just keep your path away from mine, okay? Yeah. We don't need to cross again. But it's yeah. very true. That's even something I practice with my clients. And yeah, I do a lot of inner child work. And so there's often a lot of, um, how do I say this? There's a lot of struggle and strife between uh, children and their caregivers or yeah. and with them. And then the, that same type of energy gets transferred into your relationships. Yes. And I always say, okay, cut the cords that you need to cut. Yeah, heal what needs to be healed and then send them with love. Send them with gratitude because if you say to them, if you're saying, you know what, I'm cutting myself from you, but I I wish you very ill intent, you know, energy, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, whatever you're wishing them, I'm like, it's going to harm you. That's right. Just let them be be free. Let it go. Also, the longer that you're holding on to that, you're really holding on to them. Yeah, exactly. It's your connection to them. Like when you're not letting go and when you're not being able to forgive and move forward, you have created the cord to them. Bingo. Yeah. On the nose. It's your cord. It's not theirs. They're probably moved on and you're still holding on. So, yeah. Isn't that so? We're such funny people. We're such funny um, creatures of consciousness. Like, yeah. So it's just fascinating, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Some people. Okay. I so go ahead. All, I try to see all negative things that have happened in my life just as lessons, things mm-hmm. to grow from, things to move forward from. And to have gratitude towards. Yeah. Right? Because who wants to look back at half of their life and be like, oh, this part of my life was complete shit. And why do That's you want it. to carry that energy with you? heal your past by just sending it love send it gratitude yeah thank you it's for beautiful me to where i am right? yes so yes. earlier you said you know i don't recommend doing love potions mm. um i've heard a couple of reasons why but i'm really interested in hearing your take on that well the thing is is that uh, somebody asked me the other day if i would do a spell to bring back their ex and my answer is always no. Um, you can't mess with other people's emotions. You can't make somebody love you if they don't. And why would you want to be in a relationship with somebody when you know that they're there, like forced to be there? You know, you you deserve to be in a relationship where somebody wants to be there mm-hmm. and somebody loves you so much that they are, just showering you with love and affection every single day if you had forced somebody who didn't want to be there that relationship would be nothing but miserable so love spells are I mean do all the love spells for yourself mm-hmm. do all the self-love spells if you want to attract somebody to you if you're looking for love you have to start with yourself Number you one. have to 
yeah, you have to empower yourself. You have to be happy with yourself on your journey where you are right now. It doesn't matter what is happening in your life. You have to be able to be grateful for where you are in your life. And when you are all of those things and you've healed and you feel like amazing in yourself, you're going to attract somebody who is feeling amazing in their own life and together you'll be so happy. That's the only way a love spell will work. Absolutely. It has to start with you. It has to. I just made a video on this. I was like, if you are trying to call in a relationship, first Mm -hmm. ask yourself if you actually love you. Yeah. Because if you don't, one, you're going to be attracting somebody who's not right for you. Two, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you'll ruin the relationship because of your own insecurities within yourself. Yeah, I agree. So just start loving you first and be selfish with it. It's okay. Love yourself. Put yourself yeah, first. Especially yes. for women. My God. Yes. We just put everybody and everything before ourselves. It's like, yeah. When do you yes. come first? Be selfish. I don't think that that needs to be a bad word. No, not at all. And if anything, being a witch is is a selfish thing. Being a witch is empowering yourself, loving yourself, and weaving the life that you want with your spells. It's drawing all of that positivity to you. You couldn't be a witch and not absolutely love who you are. Isn't that so true? Yeah. Really though, because it is quite empowering and you are putting all the power in your hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could be co-creating, right? Co-creating. Yeah. But really it's up to you. That's it. If you didn't 100% love who you are and you were doing a spell to attract, uh, say, abundance, that spell is just going to fizzle out into the universe and not do anything because like you don't even believe that you deserve that it's such a mind thing yeah exactly oh my gosh I love that you said that because I always say if you actually want to manifest you need to start loving yourself first 100% because you'll never manifest what you do not believe you are worth that's right that's where magic happens I actually I call it self-love magic yeah yeah all the self-love magic because really when you love yourself that's when true magic starts to happen yeah yeah i love it so much oh my goodness natasha i just want to be um aware of your time i would just want to ask you one more question okay so for people getting into magic wanting to use wands wanting to use potions and spells there's so much information out there it can feel so overwhelming yeah how would you say look this is where you start this is this is what you should be doing yeah um to start with i think it can be empowering to just accept that you're a witch to start with so um don't ever feel like you can't call yourself a witch even if you're just starting out um I like to think that back in, you know, the day, bad days when witches were being um, executed and all kinds of horrible things, people were um, accused of being a witch for the tiniest of things. For having a vagina. For having a vagina, exactly. Yes. 
So if you want to call yourself a witch, if you have any inclination that you are a witch, that you like crystals and dreams and um, like magic of, of any kind, like then do it. Call yourself a witch. That's empowering to do. It will make you feel empowered. And that's what we want. We want all of the witches to feel empowered. Don't feel like you're not good enough to be a witch. Um, be empowered to be a witch and go within because you don't have to read all the books. You don't have to prove in any way that you're a witch. You just be and spend time in nature, if anything. You know, spend time in meditation or breathing exercises like I do, like it's just a breathing meditation. Mm -hmm. Learn to still yourself so that you can listen to what you truly want because focus is one of the most important things in witchcraft, knowing exactly what you want so that you can put it out there into the universe and then reap the rewards. Um, yeah, I think you don't always have to search out and you don't always have to have. So just because you're a witch doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy all of these things and you don't have to have an altar that's set up in a specific way it can be however you feel my I have two altars one of my altars just has pot plants on it <laughs> just plants so cute. you know and it's just a beautiful space where I can sit and I can do my meditations and then I've got my other altar which is covered in, with my apocryphy and it's got a cauldron and it's got everything but to be a witch doesn't mean that I have to have those things at all. I could have none of that and still be a witch. It's what's inside. That is so beautiful. So beautifully said. Thank you so much, Natasha, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun.